0: I'm Gabs. And I'm Liz. And welcome, and welcome to, to their, their tropes, tropes battle for dominance. For dominance. Woo. Um, woo. so before we, you know, talk about anything else, like um, uh, Liz and I just wanna give a quick shout out to you guys as we're recording. Spotify rap just dropped, so um as podcasters on spotify we also get a little mini wrapped um we get to see you know the top countries that listen to us like who um who were like how many people we are the most listened to for like who listens to every episode type thing
1: mm-hmm. um so that was
0: really cool so shout out to um the several of you guys who like we are the number one listened to and i don't think that that's was, like, us because
1: fucking crazy yeah because like
0: our podcast i think is like my on my third list and that's only because i listen to like the first episodes we started releasing and honestly i don't listen to us anymore because i can't stand hearing our voices
1: again. <laughs> i just like don't have the time yeah so. exactly so i don't
0: so like i know it's not us so that was really cool that there's people who <laughs> listen to us who listen to every episode who aren't us so um you guys should like make yourselves known let's be friends i know? like
1: i'm like so happy and thankful yeah we um, got a little
0: emotional about it
1: i yeah i did <laughs> like i was tearing up a little i was like god damn it Like, like, oh my god, all these people like
0: us. They like Like, us. I can't do this. Um, So good. And uh, I also want to give a shout out. It's been a while since we did a a demographic, like geographic location-wise update on our listeners. Um of course, eighty percent of our listeners are in the US makes sense. We're US based hosts and um you know, our following that we brought from our other social media over to the podcast are mostly in the US. So that makes sense, but uh seven percent of our listeners are from Australia and Western Australia, New South Wales, South Australia, and Queensland. So thank you guys. That's um a really nice demographic, so thank you. And then Denmark has uh four percent with capital region and South Denmark, which is really cool. And then Germany has three percent with a bunch of different places. And again, I apologize in advance for not knowing how to pronounce any of these, but um, Hesse, Hess. It's H-E-S-S-E. North Rhine-Westphalia, Saxony, Bremen, Land Berlin, and I will butcher this one. Baden-Württemberg uh Württemberg region. Württemberg, I think. I might. I don't. It's a know W, Bremen. and I'm assuming because it's you know it's a pronounced like a V so i'm guessing i don't know, <laughs> I don't know anything um, we love you though thank you yeah we love <laughs> you guys and then uh one percent in the uk just in england thank you guys thank you to uh british followers for our awful <laughs> stop <British defend>. <laughs> offending the brits i am a brit i'm literally a british citizen yeah, i know Liz. i like,
1: like nobody I ever believes
0: me and i'm like yeah my dad's from britain so like i have you know the whole english passport english citizenship it was um mm-hmm. my dad got it for us as our get out of america trump card literally a trump I card for when he was totally... in totally
1: I should totally get an Irish citizenship. You should.
0: It's, it's good to have. It's just good to have. But then in addition to that, you know, we have a bunch of countries that make up less than 1% of our listeners, but to us, that's still, like, a large amount of people. So thank you so much to Canada, Brazil, Portugal, the Philippines, Ireland, Singapore, Senegal, uh, Belgium, Israel, Puerto Rico, Norway. Oh, and also, I don't know if Israel is including, like, Palestine or not. I don't know if that's counted differently. We're just reading off what Spotify has. Mm-hmm. Uh, Puerto Rico, Norway, Serbia, Finland, India, New Zealand, Poland, Greece, Iran, South Africa, Switzerland, Ghana, France, Ukraine, the Netherlands, and the Czech Republic. So thank you guys so much. Thank it's you. really cool um, to hear from all of you. And then I also want to give one more shout out to the over 45 uh, people listening to us because they do make up a solid 1% of our listeners on Spotify, at least maybe more elsewhere. So thank you to you guys because it's, uh, it's really cool. Um with older people in fandom we've talked about before like we really look up to older people in fandom so it's really fun to have that yeah and then also um as far as our gender breakdown goes it's like really balanced between the two binary genders plus um a handful of non-binary listeners so thank you again like it's it's fun um being kind of like we don't really have like a demographic other than nerds, right? Like it's yeah diverse. Also, people from um all shout the world. out
1: to Vernon. We were the, we yes. were his number two listen to podcast. Please go listen to his podcast, Nerds of the Fall. They're yes. an awesome podcast, really fun. And really Liz great. has guessed it on
0: their podcast before too. For, if you for want to Falcon Winter Soldier. So. Yes. Yeah. So if you want to listen to that specific episode, uh go check it out. But they're nice guys. We went to college with them, so definitely go yeah. check it out. Um I have, you know, some personal life updates, but I think that's it for podcast updates. Yeah. Anything for you, Liz, for podcast? Um, I just
1: started laughing because I was thinking of the TikTok audio. Oh. You know the one that's like, oh, good heavens, like, randomly at the end? No. You know- <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I don't think I know that one. It, it, it's so, it's, like, really sy- silent or whatever. And then it's just, like, at the end, some, like, random man with some, like, nondescript, like european accent i think it might be british who's like and it's like you know like the deep fried like audio and it's just like oh good heavens and it's so fucking funny why did why did you think of that i don't know i just (laughs) randomly started thinking about it and almost burst out laughing while you were talking
0: (laughs) was just like let me let me blast my neurodivergency for all to hear sorry <laughs> it's okay you're neurodivergent and minor coded so i'll let minor you coded. i'll let you have a pass um i will say I, I mean i honestly have had like a very up and down week like it starts out good and then it gets really bad and then it's good and then it's really bad so it's it's been a roller coaster for me like um you know it started with i got my job offer and you know my letter uh Offer letters signed this Monday, so starting January twenty fourth, I will officially be a working girl. Ooh. Um, and uh, Liz and I are going to have more similar work hours, so it's going to be even easier for Thank us to record. God. Which I'm excited. about.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: uh, not leaving things to the last minute anymore,
1: and we'll be able to record stuff better. Yes, like, it'll be so Everything. nice. It,
0: like I'm just I'm very excited to like have money. Um, yeah, that's nice. That that's and you know be able to and also like I. Like, once I get my first paycheck, like, I'm no longer going to be financially dependent on my parents, which um, I know is coming from a very privileged place to have been able to be dependent on my parents for so long. But, you know, if you know me, you know that it's it's not a good thing for me Um, without getting too much into it. My parents and I don't have the best relationship when it comes to money. So it's going to be really good for me to not be so dependent on them for you know shelter um Mm -hmm. and cover everything myself which i'm excited about and then you know so everything was good and then um my partner had some issues with work but we're figuring stuff out so like Mm -hmm. so it was like everything was like you know going okay and then yesterday i um got attacked by this like hate hacker raider person wait
1: what oh you got hate rated on it was i wasn't hate rated
0: it was okay. on Overwatch by one person.
1: Oh he my God. bought a bunch
0: of bot accounts to try mm-hmm. and spam friend request me while I was streaming. Um, with these, It'd be like the N-word, N-word. And then on the thing with on Overwatch, if you're playing on PC, every username is unique because it has um, four numbers after the mm-hmm. name. But instead of having the numbers he somehow hacked it so it said n word n word hashtag n word n word you know or swastika uh, swastika junos like it was it was uh, it was really I'm it was so re- it was really gross. Yeah. And I was like, so yeah. you know, i stream I was like happy Hanukkah guys. So he I just like, I turned off yeah. friend requests. Um and then he started spam inviting me to a custom game um under the name of a semi-pro uh european tank player and i was like Mm -hmm. what the hell and this new person in my chat who i've deduced i i think that this was it was this person who um was Mm -hmm. impersonating him and sending the hate raids over and stuff um -hmm. was saying oh he's a known racist european player and i was like okay well i know that there are a good handful of european overwatch players who are really racist so it didn't Mm -hmm. wouldn't surprise me if that was the case but, um, you know, my chat and I were like, this is weird. Like he hasn't used Twitter in a long time. So I DM'd him on Twitter yesterday and I, was, I said, Hey, this happened. And I just want to give you the benefit of the doubt because this was a new person in chat. So I don't you know i don't know yeah. if this was the person or not and i just wanted to reach out to you and he was like he's like i'm so sorry this happened to you this is not me someone's been impersonating me for like six months now and i have no idea why and uh, they've been doing all I these see. things and he's like and if, if in case you want more proof like you can talk to my team manager my captain like they are all willing to vouch that this is not me and i'm like you don't need to go through all that like i totally believe you yeah you know, he's a very nice guy mutuals on twitter now um Thank you, Jam He's Jam a king. for Thank you, Jam Jam for being a king and clearing it up. But it it was a lot for sure. Yeah. And what was really fucked up is I think somebody was just kind of doing spending their whole day doing that, right? Like to people with not a lot of viewers on Twitch streaming Overwatch because yeah. we had a scrim later that night. And I had stopped streaming because it just made me. It bothered me to the point that I was like, I don't really yeah, want to stream I anymore.
1: Don't blame me. Yeah.
0: So I I wasn't streaming, and then we were just playing, and randomly, um, the other team, they're like, Hey, what the fuck? Like, what is wrong with your support player? Why is he being racist to us? Like, well, like saying like all these horrible things, and we're like, What the fuck is what going on? Are you talking? So, about? A- and keep in mind that our other, like, my other support, like, he's black, right? So they're, saying, they're accusing him of, like, being racist, like, spamming, like, the N-word at them and stuff. And we're like, what the fuck? Because he's one of the nicest, like, most mellow yeah. people ever. And they sent us a screenshot and somebody had, like, copied his name. And he has a very unique name. Like, it's not, mm-hmm. it's not like um, Snowflake425, you know, it's it's a unique name that most people don't have and we were like what the fuck and then later on they changed the the account like changed its name again to be something else i'm guessing to harass someone else and obviously it didn't have the same numbers at the end so we were like it's very clearly not him but it was just like so random he's like i don't know who it would be i only have one viewer right now and i'm like it happened to me earlier you know this yeah. is probably like one person going around so um long story short if if you're an overwatch player slash streamer please be careful right now because it looks like there's somebody with a lot of hateful intent going around Mm -hmm. um but other than that things have been pretty good i got my uh the boys wig sorted for our little home at some uh, friday night group that we're doing yes which i'm excited about um when liz gets in you better have your makeup done on the plane so Um, i'm gonna try my best
1: Um, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna bring it in, like, a little thing, I'm gonna Mm -hmm. be doing, like, makeup and shit, and then I'm gonna have to, like, put on a fucking lace front when I get there and everything, it'll be a time. Um. Also, happy Hanukkah, Gabs. Thank you. Um. I don't really. Care, honestly, I ha- I feel bad.
0: Like I feel like a bad Jew because like I just have not been like you know lighting the candles or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so good. I have really been really bad with Judaism this year. Like I haven't gone to synagogue for any reason. And you know I'm not like overtly religious, but I do. I'm I'm very culturally religious, and mm-hmm. like I I try to um. I, I try to be involved, but I've just been bad about it with the pandemic and everything. Um, but yeah. Oh, can I, I have actually a, a good thing that happened, if you don't mind me sharing one more. Go thing. ahead. So, uh, Mihoyo, the company behind Genshin Impact, um, they actually shared our cosplay photo shoot that we did at Anime Week in Atlanta about a month ago. Mm-hmm. Our friend Washu organized it. Um, we had 30 people because we were trying to get all of UA, oh so that's 33 characters if you include child we had everybody except noelle and then bennett and clee had to drop the morning of unfortunately mm-hmm. so we are only yeah. missing three right so we had 30 people and uh so of course you know they shared it and we're getting like we're get- we're definitely getting more positivity than hate which was surprising because mm-hmm. it is like a somewhat diverse group and like you know some characters who have light skin are being cosplayed by some of our black friends. And, you know, because we don't care who cosplays who, as long as they have the costume and wig, you're, you can be whatever you want, right? You can make it, you don't, you can buy it, whatever. As long as you say you are that character, you can be that character. That's how our groups go. And so some people of course are, have nothing better to do with their lives and are sending hate for that reason. I will say my favorite thing is when they're asking why. So um, for, so, for example, so our D Luke was um, cosplayed by a black cosplayer, and then our Kaya was cosplayed by a white cosplayer. And so people are getting really mad, and they're like, Why is the white? And I'm like, Hell, the black D Luke is right next to them. Like, it's not, it's not like we whitewashed everybody, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, people were allowed to pick who they want to be. I just thought it was funny because it reminded yeah, it's me like of
1: we're-
0: our Monster High group yeah! when listed Claudine. And yeah. all these Russian cosplayers were getting mad that Liz didn't paint herself black I because know, the rest of us were time. in body paint and they were like, Why is Claudine white? Like, I'm sorry. sorry. Did you want her to be racist? Like, like do you
1: want me to blackface? Like not fucking happening, bro.
0: Yeah. But yeah, I will and I will say, um, you know, it's just, it's more so, it's really nice to be recognized. And I'm really happy for Washu Mm -hmm. to be recognized for hosting such an enormous group. Um, that's really big for her. So
1: congrats. Hosting, hosting, even a small cosplay group will want to make you rip your fucking hair. Literally. So that big egg fucking congrats. Um, I'm trying to think about what my week's been like, because I can rattle it down really quick. Um, really it's just been me starting to play league of legends again and it makes me want to kill myself oh so, yeah i
0: I, like, I will say i, I love, love league the music league. League, I love league, league music always goes hard but i oh, refuse yeah. to watch it because i don't want to get into it
1: oh arcane watch yeah. arcane it's really good no i refuse because because arcane's actually good League. the one really amazing thing about league is its lore its lore is absolutely fucking fantastic I am beyond addicted to the gameplay. Mm-hmm. Um, I was talking about Arcane with like a student, and he's like, "Yeah, like people are like addicted to League like it's drugs." And I'm like, "Yes, mm-hmm. I hate League of Legends so much. It's so emotionally like it puts me through turmoil playing it, mm-hmm. but I love playing." <laughs> <laughs>
0: you like, are valid. I,
1: when I was in high school, like I played it like for a minimum like four hours a day.
0: As like, you do. that's how much yeah, I Yeah, and in. you had drama with League.
1: <laughs> I didn't... Mm, my drama with League is completely unrelated to the actual game of League. Um, <laughs> I don't want to go through it because it's just, like, personal stuff with, like, other people. Mm-hmm. But it technically doesn't have to do with the game of League itself. But um, I love League of Legends. Um, it does make me want to rip my hair out. Yeah,
0: just a little here.
1: bit. Just a little bit. Just geez. a little bit. Uh. Should we get into the episode?
0: Probably. We have been talking for about fifteen minutes.
1: Yeah. Okay. Awesome.
0: And uh, you know, since we don't, you know,
1: edit things anymore. Sorry. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry.
0: Um, But so, what did you you pick?
1: Um, I chose the trope A plus parenting and for anyone who knows this trope it means the exact opposite of anything but actually a plus parenting mm-hmm. i will give a slight trigger warning because this trope deals with serious stuff like abuse and neglect but i will only be touching like briefly mentioning them by name i'm not going to be like touching on anything serious mm-hmm. um i personally read this trope indirectly mm-hmm. because um as we s- will see a lot of the marvel dads fucking suck like, mm-hmm. fucking suck a Just lot. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. So, um, usually with in-college AU fics, they have awful dads by, like, kind of, by name, and they're mentioned, and they're talked about. So, kind of, that's where I read about it. I also right. like some sadness once in a while. I like like a good cry after reading a fic, you know? Right. So, um, have you ever read any A-plus parenting fix gabs? Or no. Yes, because
0: in Miraculous Ladybug, uh Gabriel Agreste, Adrian's dad, aka Chat Noir's dad, who's also Hawk Moth, he's the super villain and he's abusive to his son. So.
1: Yeah. <laughs> very very popular there. It's 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 a it's a popular ship, not ship. A posh, popular I would popular sadly. No, really I, I, hope. S- I I yeah yeah (laughs) god fuck no but like it's a popular trope sadly because a lot of times Mm. aren't the best but so for those of you who do not know what a plus parenting is is, it is a term that is used sarcastically in fandom to point out individuals who have failed their children through either abuse neglect or indifference Mm -hmm. and um this term very much um originates from the mcu um which um, and then turned into an accepted tag for bad parenting slash parental neglect on AO3. Mm. And this very much uh, referenced Odin's mistreatment of his sons, Thor and Loki. And um, because, as we know, Odin is, like, a fucking awful father. Just you know? a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a and, um, and then it also referred to, like, Howard Stark and his indifference towards Tony and everything. Because... Mm-hmm. Howard was not as bad as Odin, but Howard still was. He wasn't great. a good dad. Yeah, He's still not a good dad. So, um, but so those are kind of relationships talked a lot about within the fandom. So mm. it makes sense that this would kind of stem from there. Um, and so after after the release of Thor Ragnarok, um, many fans also began using this, um, for, um, Hela as they had, um, kind of, they, um, what? kind of. Put together that like they came to the conclusion that she was also maltreated and neglected. Oh, by Oh, are you were saying like Hella was the bad parent? I was like, no, what? No, 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 that she was also yeah, a victim. I would definitely agree. Yeah, one hundred percent. That's what it was hinting at. Um, and in anime fandoms, this term is also used to joke that many shonen protags have tragic backstories involving poor parents
0: or their and parents died. such.
1: Or their parents it's are either their are dead.
0: parents are abusive fucks or they're dead. Or they're dead. That is like
1: Um Most of the time dead. they're dead. Yeah. But, but... um there this type of bad parenting is canon in a lot of different um like media. Mm-hmm. Um, such as Darth Vader being kind of a bad dad to like Luke and Leia or mm-hmm. whatever, but kind of up to debate whether or not he really knows or not but i believe he finds out within like a comic or something okay. i could be totally wrong i you know more had about looked it, i had looked Lord it up a long time ago and i forgot but Fair he's enough. not a good dad um odin obviously as we said um lucius malfoy is an awful father to draco malfoy mm-hmm. um it's more exacerbated within the movies as i remember the actor for lucius said that he like actually like played up how awful mm-hmm. lucius was to kind of give a little bit more, not necessarily
0: characterization in the books. Yeah, like, we didn't know anything about him other than he was weird and Draco's dad. Yeah.
1: yeah, and so this movie kind of characterization, kind of not ex- it just shows why Draco is how he is. You yeah, know I what want I, to I say mean? Excuses it? It doesn't it excuse it at all. Reason. But it gives reason, and I enjoy it because I think I I like I just like the portrayal you like Draco redemption that's why <laughs> shut up <laughs> like,
0: I mean you can admit it you're allowed to enjoy characters you know not being bad anymore that's nothing yeah like that. I like it okay. yeah I mean Liz we, you like Loki and Bucky like of course you like that
1: yeah it's it's a trope I enjoy um I can fix him trope I can fix like I, I can his fix therapist him. trope <laughs> my, my therapist trope <laughs> Um, and then as I mentioned, Howard Stark with Tony Stark and um within anime endeavor who's the father to mm. Shoto, Fuyumi, Natsuo, and Toya Todoroki is awful. Like awful. Right. So Yeah, just a little
0: bit. So just a,
1: just a little bit. Um, but yeah, so those are some of our ca- of canon examples. And usually these um examples are obviously popular within this A plus parenting tag. And um yeah, just, if you're going to go read it, trigger warning, please read the tags for your own, like, kind of mental well-being. For Thank this book, you. you mean? No, uh, just, oh, no, oh, no, 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 just in general, if you're going to read any okay. of these picks, Yeah, um, definitely. I so, also,
0: um another popular one in anime that uh people, like, actually debate on would be Hunter Hunter with Gon and his dad, because his dad's, mm-hmm. like, very absentee. So people yeah. are like, that's not abusive, he just wasn't there. And I'm like, there's arguments for, for it, you know, Yeah. Way.
1: Um, but so the fic I chose is called Use But Don't Enjoy by Meraki underscore Mason. So M-E-R-A-K-I underscore M-A-S-O-N. And so this um, this is going to be a fic about Draco and his relationship with his father. Okay. It's um, it shows, as I said, like why he acts the way he does this is not, like, an extreme example of A-plus parenting, as it can go much farther, but I didn't want to choose, like, anything that could be too triggering, so I kind of chose this, where it's, like, his dad kind of modeling bad behaviors and not being a good role model. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um. So, um, the kind of, the description of this fic goes as, When you have the money to buy anything you want, some things tend to lose their sparkle. Ten-year-old Draco hasn't yet discovered this feeling, but Lucius has, and Draco will do almost Anything to emanate his father, mm-hmm. and um, there's a lot of different characters um, in this story. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm gonna read for Draco. I'm not doing your British accent, we know how uh... this goes. I can't do it, uh, I'm not like this. Um, and um, you can read for Lucius. Um, who else is in this? I believe Narcissa, is- yeah, Narcissa is, and I'll read for her because her and um her and Lucius kind of have a little back and forth. Um I believe Crab and Goyle are in it. Yeah, Crab Crab and Goyle. Goyle. They're in it later on. Um those fucking dumbasses. (laughs) I love them. (laughs) Um I don't know if both of them speak, but we can get to that in the future. You know? Mm -hmm. And then there's like a random shop owner at one point. So um you could read for them, I guess. Okay. So, um, I'll just get into it. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Draco watched his father's reflection in the bathroom mirror as the elder Malfoy poured a small helping of yellow liquid into the palm of his hand and began combing it through the length of his white blonde locks. What is that? The boy inquired. He was just tall enough for his chin to rest comfortably atop his hands, which were folded together on the vanity counter. Lucius kept his eye on his own reflection as he spoke. It's rose oil. Draco's eyes lit up with realization. Is that why your hair is so long? Lucius did uh, did look at him now, a single brow raised in question. How do you come to that conclusion? It's a potion ingredient, rose oil. Draco reiterated, as if that answered everything. He heard a short, clear laugh ring out from the door where his mother was getting ready in the bathroom. I'm telling you, Lucius, he'll be the best in his class, she said. In potions, if nothing else. Well, let's not discount the other subjects just yet. Lucius murmured, 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 (laughs) Murmured. murmured as he returned his attention to the mirror.
0: Oh, shit. Regardless, I don't trust potions when it
1: comes to hair. Narcissa laughed again, but then again, but this time more amusement colored the sound. Well, you have good reason not to, don't you? Lucius rolled his eyes. Please, let's not bring that up again. He begged. Draco grinned as his mother met his eyes in the large vanity mirror. She winked at him before looking back down at what had been occupying her attention previously. Draco turned his attention back to his father. Can I... He glanced knowingly at his mother's reflection again. May I have some, he corrected, much to Narcissa's approval. One corner of Lucius's mouth... Uh, tugged upward at the request yes all right i suppose he agreed a little goes a long way now he dribbled a dime-sized amount onto his palm and rubbed it between his hands before running it over his son's identically colored hair draco gave a small smirk of satisfaction as he did so everyone always said he he was just like his father and it was a badge that he was proud to bear he was so proud, in fact, that would that he would go to almost any length to ensure that no one ever doubted it. After his hair was done, he went next door to the bedroom to see what his mother was look, what his mother was doing. He found her bent over her jewelry, or oh, I don't know how to fuck to say that word. <laughs> You're doing great. The armor? Um, yeah, probably just like a jewelry box. Yeah, armoire. You know, I don't know how. To, okay, thank you. Do you. you not know what an armoire is? What is that? It's it's like um. It's like a
0: drawer, like a like um. It's like a, it has like a desk, but there's drawers under
1: it and stuff. Oh, so. uh, I don't know. How yeah, to it. I'm surprised. Prob- you haven't heard that before. No, probably looking for a necklace to go with her dress. It was made of satin, navy in color, and had a low dip in the back, visible only be, only because her long hair was pinned up. Her two tone, her two tone tresses swirled together atop her hair in a way that reminded draco fondly of a chelsea bun i will say her hair is like so iconic i love her hair Mm, it's so good i loved when people were like dying it like her and i was like yes top tier top tier you look pretty mother he complimented stepping right up to her side with his hands clasped behind his back why thank you darling she, she replied reaching out to brush his cheek with the back of her hands would you care to help me pick out a necklace? He nodded and stood on his t- tiptoes, peeking into the top of the... Can you say the word for me? The armoire? Armoire. Armo- I Armoire. Can't say. Like, moire. Armoire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. As she removed a secret compartment from it and carried it over to the bed. Curious, he followed her with a furrowed brow and clambered onto the mattress. When Narcissa opened, opened the small velvet box, lined box, Draco's eyes went wide with wonder. Luscious red rubies and opulent emeralds, glittering diamonds and shining pearls, sapphires and amethysts, and others he didn't even know the names of. All all of them greeted his gaze at once. They were all so tempting. He wanted nothing more than to plunge his hands into the depths of the box and allow each strand of gems to run through his fingers. But he felt it a sin to even think about disturbing something so precious. Narcissa noticed his awe and smiled. Beautiful, aren't they? Draco opened his mouth to answer, but his father's words cut him off.
0: Oh, shit, I like- lo- Oh, I lost track. Useless but- is what they oh. are.
1: useless is what they are. He remarked from the doorway. His hands were busy adjusting his jigged cufflinks as he waded further into the room. They just sit in a box over half the time. Narcissus sighed in resignation. What would you have me do? Parade down the streets of Diagon Alley with five-carat diamonds draped around my neck? She demanded with a scoff. I think not. Oh, calm yourself, Lucius ch- chided, pacing over to the dresser and pulling open the top drawer. I'm only talking, but it's not as if anyone would dare to take them for you. And even if they did, I could easily get you something else. Gems? He shook his head and selected a matching jade pin from his collection bo- before sticking it to his lapel. They're silly trinkets anyways. All right, Lucius. Narcissa clipped, uh, clipped, resisting the temptation to roll her eyes, as her attention shifted back to the box. Draco. At the sound of his name, the boy lifted a string of pearls out of the box by its chain and let the necklace pile into pile up into his mother's open hand. Thank you, dear. It's perfect, Narcissa said as she clasped it behind her neck. Draco said nothing. Upon arriving at the party, his mother took her leave, striding towards a semicircle of women who were already gossiping at full tilt. Draco stuck by his father's side, peering at him every so often to make sure he was carrying himself in an identical manner. Anytime someone heard the familiar tap of Lucius's cane up upon the floor behind them, they turned from their current conversation to greet him, usually with over-enthusiastic smiles and, fake- and false voices. By now, Draco knew enu- enough to sort out the liars and the fakes, it wasn't that hard. Most everyone was fake at these parties. He knew for yeah. a fact that not anyone that that not everyone was as wealthy, as beautiful or as pure of blood as they made themselves out to be. He knew who had recently lost a terrible sum of money to a bad investment. He knew who covered up a dark alcohol who who covered up the dark alcohol induced circles under their eyes with layers of makeup and Draco knew most importantly who was truly pure blood and who was not. He was more knowledgeable about the inner workings of their society than most of the adults at this gathering, and he was a mere ten years of age. This does kind of, like, I know this is more with
0: the A plus parenting, but it also kind of reminds me of the fan and Draco that you covered so
1: many episodes ago. Um, yeah, he was just
0: like he's just he know he's really smart and he's sweet and he knows more. You know.
1: Yeah, but like this is also also like a. It goes within – I think I like this example of the A-plus parenting because it's showing where it's, like, he obviously doesn't know these from nothing. Like, he obviously knows it from his, like, dad talking about all this stuff and influencing more of this negative thinking. I will say, though, my only
0: issue with it so far is, like, specifically with this – characterization of draco is that he's 10 right and he he's still not like an asshole
1: yet right oh don't worry he's gonna be a little bit of an asshole later. oh okay because i was gonna say because
0: because the first harry potter is when he, they're 11 and by that point he's a full-blown
1: dick so. <laughs> oh no don't worry he's gonna be a little bit okay, of an okay, asshole later on, um i don't know if we're gonna fully get to it because it's definitely a bit later in the story so okay. we'll see but we'll continue on Eventually, he and his father pushed past the thick of the crowd and happened upon some more familiar faces. Crab. Goyle. Lucius addressed as he approached them from the side. The two men turned toward them almost in unison, and a crooked grin appeared on Mr. Crab's face. And it's also like, it's like, because then- I like this because then you're like, oh, that's why Draco goes crab and Goyle. Like, you know, like, right, kind right. of calls them like guess that. It it's like, dad. I
0: like that a lot. That is cute. Um, I'm reading for both of them, right? Um, I guess you can, okay. yeah. Well, we were wondering when you were going to make an appearance. Want regoyle?
1: <laughs> he emphasized with a nudge to the other man's side. I don't remember
0: what they sound like, so I'm just trying to make them sound as stupid as I can.
1: It's okay. Mr. Goyle hummed in a response and broadly sipped his drink. At any rate. Mr. Krapp continued, You seem to be the talk of the night. A small smirk alighted Lucius's face at that. Really? He drawled, feigning surprise. Draco looked between the three men, curious. But, of course, just when things were starting to get interesting, Mr. Goyle turned to him and said, Draco, I'm sure Vincent and Gregory are around here somewhere. Why don't you go find them? In other words, the adults are talking now, so beat it. Regardless of this knowledge, Draco nodded obediently and waltzed away with his hands tucked petulantly into the pockets of his dress robe. He skirted around the edge of the circular room to avoid the crowds as he searched for his friends. He should have known they'd be exactly where they always were at these parties, the dessert table. Draco approached them from behind, wrinkling his nose at the two boys' behavior. There was a stack of perfectly good plates at the very table over over which they had decided to gorge themselves, but they obviously hadn't noticed after they grabbed after they grabbed uh, yeah what <laughs> anything. anything they grabbed i'm gonna cry Hey, yeah, like how confident you did it twice that i can't read right now i was reading so much today um yeah this is the shit that you guys get to see now me my you you think you know my stuttering just wait till you see what doesn't get edit what like Literally, what, gets edited, we're, what out. we're
0: not editing out
1: anymore it's crazy Anything they grabbed was immediately shoved into their mouths. They were making quite a mess of themselves. Okay, but honestly, it,
0: this was me when I was 10.
1: So Yeah, iconic. I love it. And the daintily decorated table. I tell you, like, me and my cousin, we were so obsessed with, like, desserts. Like, literally. I'm still at, obsessed uh, with desserts. Oh, same. Where it's, like, every year... Um, we would we always have Christmas at my aunt's house, and we'd be like chilling in the basement, like playing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you'd hear one adult like yell down, like dessert. Oh my and god, we like you run, mad up.
0: scamper on all fours up the stairs, gouged like, ourselves on desserts. Yes. And yes.
1: one year they forgot to tell <gasps> us, and we do not let them live it down. Good, I every year at Christmas, we go, Do you remember the year you guys forgot to tell us about dessert?
0: <laughs> Dude, I, I would have thrown hands. I was, there. we were pissed. We were, pissed. did they eat it all before you got any? Oh no, there was stuff like. It's like everyone brings something, you know. Okay. Whereas, like, still, it's more like you guys weren't told p- right when it happened. We didn't get so. first picks, right? The how their first
1: picks exactly? How dare they? Crab Goyle Draco barked, not unlike how his father was, not unlike how his father had addressed theirs. The two boys turned and froze, with petrified looks on their faces, as if they'd been caught with their hands in the cookie jar. No doubt, they had many times before. Draco thought to himself as he crossed his arms. What on earth do you think you're doing? He demanded. Neither of them knew how to respond. You do know that your behavior reflects back on your families, don't you? When they remained quiet, Draco simply shook his head with a sigh. Never mind. Just go clean yourselves up, he ordered, shoving them both toward the laboratory. The laboratory. The laboratory. laboratory, the laboratory um, you mean? What? The The laboratory. It's spelled like laboratory with a no,
0: V. No, it's it's la, it's la, it's lab, labr- Now I can't see
1: <laughs> laboratory, lab, l- There's no woe it's, it's laboratory. There's no bore though.
0: It's lavatory. There's no lavatory. Yeah, lavatory. Jesus Christ! I was like, where I- are you getting the vor from? It's lavatory. <laughs> it's spelled I, like lavatory.
1: Yeah, that's why I'm getting. Co- I, I don't know. Don't talk to me about saying words. Please <laughs> now you're don't. making
0: me feel like I can't pronounce stuff. <laughs>
1: I don't know
0: it le- um, it like bleeds out onto me,
1: yeah, I get confused, okay, <laughs> but um, I was gonna say you can kind of see like the asshole-ishness kind of starting to show through, where it's like, yeah, like that he's being kind of a dick there, you know, right, but um how how far are we in? Can we keep going, yeah,
0: I we're about like thirty six minutes in, but like I mean I we probably should move on. Yeah, we can the, move on. Oh, okay. Kind
1: of one of the things that circles back at the end of this fic. It's a one shot so spoilers, but mm-hmm. if you want to go read it, you can read it quickly and come back. Mm-hmm. Um kind of there's this girl who bumps into him and it a your name fic? No, oh, not okay. at all. Um and it's like kind of finds out like oh, your father is like um Are is like wh- like not? her father was a mudblood and like kind of being an asshole about that, oh, you know, the whole pure blood so thing. Like how he- and okay. Yeah. And she has a very pretty um, necklace on. And he kind of repeats, because in, earlier in the fic, he's, like, talking about how, like, obsessed he is with, like, jewels and how he thinks it's so beautiful, mm-hmm. what his mother has. And he kind of repeats something his father says, and it's, like, they're just useless trinkets anyway that mm-hmm. sit in a box all day and so whatever. And it's, like, it's really sad because it was something that had amazed him so much before, and now he's, like, ugh, it's whatever. And kind of shows that negative influence. And even in something as simple as... Something you found pretty and being like, well, that's stupid anyway because my dad thinks it's stupid and I want to emulate that's him. That's so It's yeah, right. Corey but um, I thought it. this fic was a really good example because it shows all this stuff without being and too... how kids
0: learn from their parents as mm-hmm. well.
1: Definitely, but, yeah. Thank,
0: well, thank you. you for sharing this.
1: That's that's mine. Um, I will continue to read these books because I'm emotional. I
0: probably won't just because like when I like you and I we're we're different when it comes to like the the tone of fix we enjoy reading like you don't mind some angst oh I love a angst. good angst fix I really don't like angst so I tend to avoid <laughs> avoid it yeah sometimes it comes up but with the fix I read but I don't go looking for it
1: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah do you want to move on to what I got
1: assigned Yeah, what did you get assigned, guys? So,
0: I got assigned a Game of Thrones-specific trope called Uh Gendry is Legitimate. I know you have no idea about anything with Game of Thrones. I do. You are correct. I tried really hard to keep my description of both the trope and, like, the background knowledge as, like, bare bones as I could so as to not, like, A, overwhelm you and, B, like, make it too confusing for you to follow. Mm -hmm. Um, So... If you have any questions with anything I'm saying, just let me know. I also want to preface for any Game of Thrones fans listening, but I was really into the books um, back in middle and high school, but I have not read any of the books since I want to say like junior year of high school because um, my dad was really into the series so he got me into it. And then I think I watched all except the last three episodes – Or no, I yeah, I think I was missing like the last three episodes of the last season or something, and I just never ended up watching it, and I have no. And I heard they were bad anyway. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly like I have no desire to finish it because I've heard nothing but horrible things, and also it's not even book canon. Like it's not canon lore. Like the show, like the last like two seasons of the show were written before the books were written, so like they're not considered canon, I guess, in the eyes of the author. He kind of just told him like the idea he had, and then like they kind of ran with it. So I might get back into reading the books one of these days because they were pretty good, but we'll see. Anyways. um, Anyways. So Gendry Baratheon, right? So he is the last living son, like bastard son of uh, Robert Baratheon. And he's the first uh, king in the series that we meet. Obviously there's kings been like a bunch of kings before him. There's kings after him, whatever. But he's like like when you when you first start the series and everything's like oh wow i love fantasy wow look at the king right there's the king this is him and so he is known for being a bit of a whore and um which would be fine if he a wasn't the king and you know siring heirs left and right and maybe used protection and b wasn't married um even though you know his wife was uh fucking her twin brother but that's a story for uh another thing um that's where all the incest jokes come from by the way liz is that the king's wife the queen was fucking her twin brother and oh. all of their kids were actually her uh husband like her husband her uh brother's kids mm-hmm. and she literally says she's like yeah every time like we fucked i made sure i fucked him so that it couldn't have been your kid <laughs> oh it's really gross um and then also like so she's like, she they have like all his bastard children killed um early on so that there can't be any contest to the royal throne. Um, mm-hmm. but somehow they missed Gendry. Cause like and Gendry like didn't even know or something. I don't remember, like I said. But um he meets Arya pretty early on. Arya is the son of Ned Stark, so she's one of the main characters of the series that we follow. Um long story short, she's like going undercover because her Because of the war, I'm trying to make this as simple as I can for Liz, so I know I'm missing a lot. It's still going
1: over my head. Yeah, so So let's
0: just there's a big there's a big war after Robert dies, right? Because everyone's like, I deserve to be king slash queen. So it's like the war of five kings. Basically, there's um there's a somebody claiming that he should be king from every part of the kingdom, and her older brother. Is one of those people claiming that he should be king? He's the king of the North, that sort of thing. So she's in hiding because she the last time that she was known as Arya was when she sees her uh, her father being publicly beheaded in front of everybody for treason, and he wasn't he. It's very complicated, but there's a lot of politics. He wasn't being treasonous. He was killed because he saw something he shouldn't have. He -hmm. knew things he shouldn't have. So she went into hiding. He um, and because of that and like was pretending to be a boy because she was really young. She was, I, th- I want to say her age would have been around like 13 or 14. So she was playing herself off as a boy. She's with a bunch of boys. They get sold in- into slavery, blah, blah, blah. One of the boys that she meets though in that group, and it's a bunch of young boys in that group, is Gendry. And Gendry is a blacksmith apprentice. Um, and, you know, they, they don't, they meet, they're with each other for a while and then they get separated and then they meet again later on. So they're, but they are the third most popular ship on archive of our own. I did not check fanfic.net or any other fic websites, but they're, they're a decently popular ship. I would say, I would honestly say they're definitely the third most popular het ship overall because um, before them it's just John and Sansa. And I cannot for the life of me remember the other popular one but yeah their third um usually the trope is just if what if gendry like wasn't a bastard son like what if he was legitimately the prince you know like he was legitimately robert and robert's kid uh, sometimes it's cersei's kid as well um but mm-hmm. like not always it's just no matter what he should, was in line for the throne or he like is a legitimate child okay yeah so it's basically just like x character is not a bastard he is a prince will say he's not always raised as a prince um you know he, in uh the the trope but most commonly he is um and i also want to give a shout out to the game of thrones wiki for making this even easier for me to dumb down because <laughs> oh I, got, I love
1: a little fandom wiki yes
0: because i got most of my uh stuff from that because uh the the fan lore wiki was very
1: do they have a fun page like do they have a fun
0: page name for the game of thrones wiki I don't remember. I just saw Ganthra's wiki when I searched it on Google. Like when I searched Gendry Brathion. Have I told I you uh-huh. have I told you the Star Wars wikis?
1: No. Name? It's the Wikipedia. Oh, that's cute. Right. That is very cute.
0: But yeah, I just I got it from that. Um and then I also got the Fic from Fanmore because it was the only example linked. Um and it actually looks fairly interesting, but I'm probably not gonna read it. Um it's rated mature and I did not read beyond the first two chapters, but like, you know game of thrones is game of yeah i was gonna say it's sex and violence yeah so it literally invented the term sex position where we get explained lore through uh characters having sex so (laughs) so that's game of thrones for you, baby baby. and then also it's just very violent for no reasons um yeah there's a lot of violent, just violence just like it didn't have to be there it just is so just keep that in mind if you're interested in reading this Um, So this is called No Feather Bed for Me by Vix Leonard, spelled V-I-X-L-E-O-N-A-R-D. And like I said, it's rated mature. And these are the author's notes for the fic, um, which I thought would be relevant, which just in the first season of the show, Cersei mentions her first child dying when he was still an infant, right? So they have three living children, and she's talking about, or the author's talking about um, how Cersei says, like, her first kid died. So the author says, let's pretend that baby was Gendry and he's the heir. This means the War of Five Kings never happens and Jon Aaron dies of natural causes. Just go with it. So it's basically saying, like, pretend that Game of Thrones doesn't happen and um, that Gendry is just a prince now. <laughs> and it's like, it. it's like, what if there was no war? Um, that's basically the premise of this. So, I
1: love a good royalty effect. Right? So I thought you'd enjoy this, this one. You know, for someone who enjoys, like, shit about royalty, mm-hmm. I watch, like, nothing about it. I just like it in fix. Valid. I'm going to read for Arya because it's from
0: her uh, perspective. I'm going to have you read for Sansa and um, also uh, Jane Westerling, I think. And uh, I'll read for Rob. And then... You are uh, throwing
1: so many names at me. I that's don't okay. There's a, there's a lot of names.
0: Let's just say, so, like... I'll, I'll just tell you when to read, but for now, just know you're going to read for Sansa, Bran, and Jane. Thank you. Um, and then I I'll think I can remember if, that. I'll, I'll let, let you know, know if there's more that I want you to read for. Oh, and also Gendry, but I don't remember if he speaks. <laughs>
1: cool.
0: Her mother announced King Robert and his court were coming to Winterfell during dinner. Arya was not sure where her father was. Probably the gods would. But immediately, her siblings began to talk about what it would be like to see the king, queen, and everyone else walking around Winterfell. Sansa and Jane Poole were whispering something about the princes, but Arya did not bother trying to hear. Sansa never said anything interesting, especially when boys were involved. Picking at her vegetables, Arya dropped her gaze for a moment before looking up to see Bran studying her, a bemused expression on his face. Arya crossed her eyes and stuck out her tongue, and Bran smiled, making her smile too. Arya suspected the only person who cared less about her, less than her, about King Robert coming to Winterfell was Bran. Maybe they would be able to sneak away into the woods and miss out on most of the proprietary... Propri- propriety. <laughs> Bran play fought with her sometimes in the Godswood with wooden practice swords that would certainly be more fun than embroidering. Okay, they are whining outside. Would certainly <laughs> be more fun than embroidering with the princess or curtsying to the princes. I heard
1: Prince Prince Gendry. mm it, Gendry. Mm-hmm is very handsome,
0: Jane Poole was saying as Arya reached over the girl for another roll, earning a sharp look from her sister's friend. And they say Prince Joffrey is handsome as well. Sansa smiles, her cheeks flushing pink. At five and ten, everyone said Sansa was the most beautiful girl in the North. Arya tried to not feel jealous, but it was hard sometimes when hearing everyone sing of Sansa's beauty while knowing she was often referred to as Arya Horseface. As she tore apart her role, Arya supposed it was better Sansa was the beautiful one, since
1: she actually wanted to wed a prince. I would love to dance with a prince, Sansa sighed. It has been so long since we've had a real feast. We haven't had one since Rob's wedding. Arya thought of Rob's wedding to Jane Westerling nearly a year earlier.
0: While Sansa was dancing with Jane's younger brother, Theon let Arya have some of the, his mead, and she got drunk. John carried her to her room and made her promise she would never do anything like that ever again. Arya missed John so far away on the wall. Though it was unkind, she sometimes thought it would have hurt less if Rob and Jane had gone away rather than John Snow. Um, I'll read for Rob. Mayhaps father will marry you off to a prince, Rob laughed, causing Sansa's blush even further. I'm certain you wouldn't not mind being Princess Sansa. It would be wonderful to be a princess, Sansa demurely replied before sipping her wine. You don't even know the princes, Arya pointed out sourly. They could be fat, or stupid, or just plain horrible. They're princes, Sansa said, as if it was the only argument she needed. And then that's you again.
1: You're just bitter that no prince will ever want to marry you, Jane chimed in. I would not
0: want to marry a prince. I do not want to marry anyone. Getting to her feet, she glared at the steward's daughter. She felt anger welling in her as she spat. But I will still make a better marriage than you. Bran found her in one of the old towers an hour later climbing through the window with ease. Arya could hear their wolves outside growling as they wrestled, and as Bran brushed the dirt off his palms, Arya declared, We should run away. And then you'll read for Bran. Where would we run? Bran asked, playing along. Since turning two and twelve on his last name day, Bran had grown taller than her, his legs impossibly long. Their father said he would likely be as tall as Uncle Brandon once he was. When John left, Uncle... I can't speak. When John left, Arya found herself spending more and more time with Bran, and he was her best friend, the only one who understood how much she disliked everything about growing older, the threat of being a lady coming closer and
1: closer. Beyond the wall. And be wildings? Bran shrugged, perching on the window's ledge. That would be an adventure, but how will we
0: get past the wall? John will let us through the tunnel. I will bring Needle, you can bring your bow, and we will have Summer and Nymeria to protect us. Arya idly drew patterns in a thin layer of grime on the floor. Let's leave tonight. We cannot leave tonight, Bran
1: said, his voice full of practicality. We do not have food or supplies. An adventure like this requires planning. I am sick of planning. Getting to her
0: feet, not bothering to wipe the dirt off of her skirts... Arya raged. "'I hate all of this. I hate Sansa and Jane Poole and the stupid princes. I hate that everyone's leaving, and one day father is going to decide I have to leave too, and it does not even matter what I want.'
1: "'That is not true,' he argued mildly. "'Father would never marry you to someone you did not want to marry.' "'And if I want to marry no one, if I want to run away and be a knight, what then?' "'Then you you, and the Maid of Tarth will scandalize the Seven Kingdoms by win- winning tourneys and besting knights of great renown.'"
0: Arya smiled at Bran's words, shaking her head. She crossed to one of the windows, staring out at Winterfell's lands, at her family's lands. As a cool breeze scattered her hair, she declared, "'I wish I had been born a boy.'" "'Why?' she turned to meet Bran's gaze. "'Because boys get choices and girls get orders.'" I really Ooh, love that line. It gives me like goosebumps because I'm like, oh, my God, that's so like good. The entire premise of Game of Thrones. I love it. I love that. Um, and then uh, this, this is like it's a time skip within the uh, the fic. The only reason her father let her go for a ride the morning the king's court was to arrive was by promising she would be back in plenty of time to bathe and be made appropriate. And Arya had honestly intended to keep that promise. But then her horse threw a shoe and her, and by the time Arya climbed to her feet, her body sore but unbroken, she knew it was going to be a slow-moving return to Winterfell on both her and the horse's part. She wore a pair of Bran's old breeches and a tunic she'd stole from John before he left for the wall, both too large on her center frame. Her long hair was wild, the wind in her tumble from the saddle having loosened it from its braid, and she was positively filthy from landing in the dirt. By the time she returned to the castle, Arya knew her mother and Septa Mordain were going to scrub her skin raw and lecture her again on being ladylike. The last time something like this happened, her mother threatened to sell her horse and send her to the Silent Sisters. And while Arya was certain Catelyn Stark would not actually make her become a Silent Sister, she did believe her mother would take her her horse. I can't remember if it's Catelyn or Catelyn. I think it was Catelyn, because I'm pretty sure they call her Cat. Queen. Um, it was unseasonably warm today, and Arya could feel sweat pooling at the small of her back and the hollows of her collarbone. While still half a league from Winterfell, Arya could not resist wading into one of the ponds, letting her horse drink while she cooled herself. The sun told her it was already past midday, and Arya tried to hurry, hoping the courtly procession was moving slower than anticipated. Her hip hurt worse than anything, and Arya knew she was going to have a giant bruise in the morning. There was only slight swelling, but it made her walk with a slight limp, forcing her to bear the majority of her weight on her right leg. Swearing as she nearly stumbled over a rock, Arya was certain she was being punished for riding against her mother's wishes. Arya saw the Baratheon standards as she crested the hill nearest Winterfell, and she knew she was going to be in more trouble than she ever had in her entire life. Clutching her horse's reins tightly, Arya attempted to enter the yard with as much dignity as she could manage, her hip positively screaming in pain from the strain of her trek. There are people everywhere, horses and litters, and Arya could see members of the King's Guard looking at her peculiarly as she stumbled towards the stables, neither her family or the royal family in sight. And then you can read for this person. Gods be good, girl Harwin cried as she escorted her horse into the stable. What happened to you? Through a shoe, she grunted, handing him the reins. Where's
1: Meister Lewin? In the rookery, I believe. Your mother sent riders out after you.
0: Arya silently groaned as she began to hobble towards the castle, tears threatening to appear with every step. She needed to see Meister Lewin. When she fell from the tree last year, he gave her something to take the pain away in her wrist, and she needed that now until the swelling went down. But the rookery was up so many flights of steps, and if her mother saw how badly she was hurt, she would never let Arya ride alone ever again. And then you'll read for Gendry. Yeah. This is him. Oh. <laughs> Do you need help? Someone asked, causing Arya to spin around as best as she could to face the boy who asked her the question. He looked to be as old as Rob, around eight and ten, but he was broader through the shoulders. His hair was black and as messy as her own, and his eyes were bright blue. Arya knew he must have come with the king's court, but, judging by the dirt on his breeches and his open surcoat, Arya suspected he was a steward or some lord's son. I need to get to the rookery to see Meister Luwin, she offered after a moment. Meister Luwin is in the Great Hall. The king and Lord Stark I can fetch. No, she cut in, wobbling a bit on her good leg. Bracing her hand against the wall, she asked, What of my brothers? Your brothers? He echoed, confusion folding his brow before he- realization dawned. You are Lady Aria." Irritation looked at her with his use of her title. Yes, and I wish to
1: see my brothers. Are they about? Your brother Rob is with the king as well. Your younger brothers are with the princes while your father's ward... Hunts the lands for you. I could fetch your sister. Oh, seven's hells! No. Arya groaned, and the boy laughed, delight
0: flashing in his eyes. With a sigh, crossing her arms over her chest, she asked, "Can I trust you to keep a secret?" On my family's honor, he swore. Would you be able to help me to my chambers and not tell a soul? Seeing the uncertainty on his face, she quickly added, "I will reward you for your silence." And how will my lady do that? sharia pretended she did not hear the undercurrent of mocking in his deep voice. I have some dragons I won. I could pay you. How does a lady win dragons? I have no idea how to pronounce this word, so... Um, at Sivas, Sivas, She had won an entire purse from one of the Karstarks the last time they came to Winterfell, and she had not spent a single coin, preferring to stare at the money and you know she bested someone. And I will give you... I do not need money, Lady Arya, he stooped slightly, wrapping Arya's arm around his shoulders. She sighed in relief at finally having some pressure off of her left leg. Letting the boy help her up the stairs, the boy easily
1: bearing her weight, he asked, How did you hurt yourself? I was thrown from my horse. Really? Your brother said you were the strongest rider he knows. Well, she
0: threw a shoe, Arya snapped defensively. She was extraordinarily proud of her horsemanship, and she was not going to let some stupid southern boy mock her. And I am the strongest writer he knows. I'm better than all of my brothers. Mayhaps when you are better, you can prove it. Arya opened her mouth to reply, but stumbled as she attempted to hop up on the next step. She nearly spilled to the ground before the southern boy caught her. She gasped as he swept her into his arms the way John once had, easily carrying her up the stairs. You are a stubborn girl. She scoffed. I know. That is all anyone ever calls me. The boy smiled down at her, something she could not identify hinted at in his eyes. I did not say it was a bad thing. And then I'm going to just uh, skip down um, a little bit um, to uh, when the, I, I don't know how yours looks, but it's the last page, so it says, Arya managed to sit still. Are you really um... It's a paragraph, but um, it's-
1: uh, Is it the beginning of the paragraph?
0: Yeah. Arya managed to sit still while her mother- It's okay, I can just read for it all. You can just listen.
1: Okay, cool. Arya managed
0: to sit still while her mother arranged her hair into a complicated updo of braids, not even protesting when she was placed into the least favorite of all of her gowns. Arya was stubborn, but she was not stupid. Meister Lewin said that she could not bear weight upon her leg for an entire day, and Hodor was summoned to carry her to the dining room for the king's feast. Arya hated it, being carried like a cripple, and Bran looked at her with pity in his eyes as she was brought before the king and queen for introductions, apologizing as vigorously as she could manage for not being there when they arrived earlier in the day. King Robert laughed, his large belly jiggling. It seems you've got some of that wild wolf blood in you, eh, hey, Ned? Her father smiled placidly, but Arya was certain he was not as amused as his old friend. Robert was in the middle of asking her a question when she saw the princes and princess file into the dining hall in all of their finery. Arya's eyes widened as she saw the boy from earlier leading the procession. His dirty, unkempt clothing replaced with garments in the Baratheon colors. He smiled at her, amusement twinkling in his blue eyes, and Arya wished she was not being cradled by Hodor because she wanted to walk up to Prince Gendry Gendry Baratheon and smack him right in the mouth. Stupid prince, Arya growled to herself as Hodor took her to her seat. He's just a stupid prince playing a trick. Arya refused to look at the head table for the rest of the night. And that's all I have from the fic. Um... I, I I just love good royalty AU so yeah um it, it was cute um and I'm sure it's really good I maybe I'll have to actually read the rest of it <laughs> now it's cute it's, uh, it's been uh, brought my attention but yeah um I don't read Game of Thrones fix so I'm not gonna keep reading this trope Liz I know your answer but you don't even have to say anything thank um, you you know but like as someone who like I used to be in this fandom I'm just not anymore so nothing against it I just have no I don't really care so I'm not gonna read it. But it was uh, it was fun to revisit my high school uh, interests, for sure. Yeah. So, um, any other comments on any of the things we read tonight, Liz? Or do you want to go ahead and wrap things up?
1: Um, I think we, um, oh, I remembered something I didn't talk about. Oh, I saw okay. House of Gucci over oh, the right. weekend, and I really loved it. I love Adam Driver and Lady Gaga, so it was chef's okay. kiss. Uh,
0: here's Liz's advertisement for House of Gucci, because they need they have no marketing budget, clearly. So uh Liz is Liz is the advertisement. <laughs> um,
1: so um absolutely amazing. Lady Gaga killed her role, like absolutely fucking incredible. Please, if for anything, if for nothing, just go watch it to see Lady Gaga's performance, because it is Maybe I'll have to give it a shot. Insane. Cause like she's like an actress where it's just like you would never in a like She, like, encapsulates the character so well that it's, like, it's not Lady Gaga playing this character. It's just this character. character. You know what I mean? That's impressive. Yeah, definitely. I'll have to look into it. Great. I know everyone's like, oh, the Italian accents kind of suck. I don't give a shit. Like, (laughs) shut the fuck up. our local Italian says it's fine, it's fine. (laughs) It's fucking fine. It's, it's, I know a lot of people say it's boring. It is, like, it is, um is by bio- biopic or biopic I have no right idea. word. It's it's a movie. It's about real life events. It's about shit that happened. Um I would go watch a fucking like 10 hour video essays on the shit that happened with the Gucci family anyway. So I enjoyed it. I get why people don't necessarily like 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 it because they just weren't super interested in the story. Um it's fun. Everyone was really good in it. It was great. Thank you. Yes. Um, And then I,
0: before we get into our socials and whatnot, I want to give a quick reminder that we're having our first, like, technical live show. Um, Yeah. It's going to be at Holiday Matsuri in Orlando, Florida on December 18th. Uh, I think it starts at midnight on, on the 18th, so, like, Saturday night midnight uh, come check us out it's going to be an 18 plus panel but you should also be over the age of 18 if you're listening so it shouldn't be an issue right looks at our four percent of under 18 listeners um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but come check us out for sure if you don't want to come to the panel but you want to meet us that's also fine we'd love to you know meet anybody we can uh, we're hoping to get some new faces listening to the show uh with this live show so wish us some luck um we have a really fun trope that we're going to be covering that's uh going to be our 50th special as well so stay tuned for that um and without further ado liz where can we find you on social media you can find me on instagram twitter twitch and tiktok at lazily liz what about you gabs you find me on instagram twitter twitch
1: and tiktok at flighty the nerd liz where can we find more information on the show you can find the show on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Trope Podcasts. I'm finally going to start posting those fun little clips again because of the lack, like, because we don't have as much editing. You can, fi- um, you can find us on Facebook at Trope Podcast or the Tropes Battles for Dominance. You can email us at tropedominance at gmail.com with any comments, um, suggestions, feedback, um, good Maze Runner fix, good Twilight fix, whatever. Please email us and rate, comment, follow, subscribe, whatever it is, wherever you listen to this podcast. It helps us a lot. Thank you.
0: Yeah, thank you. All right, we're signing off. Bye, guys.
1: Bye.